Hello and welcome. Oh, there's a bit of an echo in here. I'm in a bus stop taking shelter from the wind in Douglas. I'm in Douglas. Not in a homosexual way. Douglas is the capital of the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man. Yes, I thought I'd do one closer to home for a change. You know, you can have your South Koreas and your Zanzibars, but sometimes you've just got to reach out to, and I'm going to be very careful what I say here, uh, the British Isles. I think I got that right. The reason I hesitate there is the Isle of Man is not in Britain, as I've been reminded by the residents of the Isle of Man, who when you say, oh, I just thought I'd go on a nice little holiday to a part of Britain, look at you as if they want to run you over with their fast motorbikes. And that's because it's got its own government. In fact, do you know that the Isle of Man government is the oldest government in the world? Yeah, the oldest government in the whole wide world. Over a thousand years of governing this little island. Um, 88,000 people. It's sandwiched between England and Ireland. And as a result, feels a bit like England and Ireland, you know. And it's got lots of rolling green hills. It's really beautiful, though, particularly here in the capital, Douglas. It's it's really quite sensational. It's a bit it's a bit like Brighton attached itself to Eastbourne and uh, managed to just look a bit bigger. Uh, certainly around the front, there's a huge rolling front of extremely beautiful buildings dating back to mostly the Victorian times uh, here on the front that overlook a very shingly beach. Uh, where you can go and hang out with your dog and for about 10 minutes of the year you can swim without your nipples falling off. It is of course the Irish Sea so it is quite nippy even though it's coming on for June here Um, but you know if you're from Glasgow you'd probably say this is absolutely tropical. It's all relative is what I'm saying, it's all relative. So I'm taking shelter for the wind in a bus stop hence the slightly dodgy sound quality and the fact that any second now a bus will stop for me which I don't want to get on Um, but it is bloody windy out there so I'm just I see here comes the bus oh god this is embarrassing hang on let me just I'm just going to get out of the bus stop so it doesn't stop for me see what I mean about the wind right bus gone dive back in so Uh, Imagine, let's do a little description of Douglas here on the Isle of Man. A very large bay uh, of which all of the buildings are nestled around, poking out, desperately trying to get the most of their sea view, and all painted in whites and creams and uh, colours sympathetic. Bit like Brighton Seafront, bit like Eastbourne Seafront, but uh, slightly longer, I'd say, and slightly more grand. Really worth a visit just for that alone. And uh, one end is the electric railway, where you can get a train, which uh, you can get all the way up to a town called Ramsey. Ramsey, which I'm going to go to later. Uh, I might get the bus, though, because I don't think the railway's running today. Uh, but the bus is equally as beautiful, I'd say. It rolls along. Probably the best place in the world to be a double be- double-decker bus driver, I'd say, if you're into big views and no traffic. Um, I'd say that this is the island for you. However, you will have to contend with quite a lot of motorbikers. And that's probably one of the things that this place is most famous for. In fact, let's do the three things that the Isle of Man is famous for. 
One, being a tax haven. Two, the Island Man TT. We'll talk about that in a minute. And three, the Bee Gees. Yeah, if I look down uh, the south end of this bay, I can see in the distance a statue of the Bee Gees. And I stood next to it yesterday and realised either they were very small or they tried to save a bit of money and made them a bit smaller than real life. I think they really are quite stubby little fellas. Um, got their bell bottoms on, looking good, and they're cast in steel. A lot of hair. Because, of course, they did have a lot of hair and a lot of teeth. In fact, maybe that's where the money went. That's why they're short, because they had to put all the steel into hair and teeth. Yes, the brothers that are the Bee Gees are from the Isle of Man. And I'm not the first one to correlate this hilarious joke. They wrote, staying alive, probably about the Isle of Man TT race. Because it's quite hard to stay alive, you see. Oh, it's funny. Oh. Uh, the Isle of Man TT race, let's talk about that. So that's um, arguably the most known thing about this island. Ultimately, I've been here a few days, and I think it's fair to say it's a fairly sleepy island. The population is old. Um, a lot of people leave in their 20s because they think, hang on a minute, I don't want to live on this island. It's boring. I can get the boat to Liverpool, be there in a few hours, and party my boobs off. Plus, everything's a little bit cheaper over there, and there's just loads of people. And I can get the train to London and see other things apart from, you know, Douglas. So I think a lot of people leave, um, which is sad. But then equally, apparently they all come back in the 30s and 40s when they realise, actually, it's really beautiful over here. And that whole mainland thing is not it's cracked up to be. So you, as a result, it's quite weird when you see someone in their sort of 20s and 30s. It's a bit jarring. Everyone seems to be over 50 and retired, which, uh, you know, is kind of why it's got a slow pace. All until, for two weeks of the year, the Isle of Man TT happens. And the Isle of Man TT is just all kinds of bonkers. We're going to look at that in a bit more detail when I get the uh, double-decker bus all the way up to a distant town on this island called Ramsey. Oh, it's quite nice to be quiet for a second, isn't it? As I look around, I see some cyclists coming past on the prom. A few cars full of old people, probably going out for a nice cup of hot tea to warm up from the battering, brutal British, dare I say it, weather. And, uh, yeah, as I look over to my left, I can see the electric railway, one of the oldest electric railways in the world, I believe, that travels all the way up to that town called Ramsey. And as I look to my right, I can see, in the very far distance, a station for the steam railway. And that goes to the south. So later on, I'm going to go to the south of the island on a steam train because I have the mental age of about 14. So I'm uh, very happy to be here. It was a really quick trip from Gatwick. It was only an hour. Is it going to be mad? Is it going to be bonkers? Is it going to have me on the back of an elephant or a camel? Is it going to um, involve late nights around a fire looking at local dances? Probably not. It's the Isle of Man. Um, I tried to get a meal at 10.30 and everyone thought I was completely and utterly mad. Found the only open restaurant, which is an Indian one, uh, called The Taste of Bengal, which was fantastic. Um, so I've had myself a curry and I've been here a couple of days. Quite hard to find healthy food. If you've ever been to some of the seaside towns in Britain, sort of the more run-down ones like Blackpool, sorry Blackpool, but that is true, um, you'll know that it's extremely hard to get anything 
healthy probably the healthiest thing you can find is a subway sandwich and try and ram it full of vegetables most of blackpool seafront smells of kfc and uh, involves rather chubby people shouting at each other woman's just walked into the bus stop i think i'm gonna leave Ah, oh, the wind's dropped. Beautiful. You never really know what's going to happen with the weather here. It's up and down like a prostitute's panties. Um, so here I am in Douglas. As I say, I'm going to go up to Ramsey later, and also I'm going to take the steam train south. So uh, join me on my quest as I discover more about the delights of the Isle of Man, an island of about 88,000 people, very proud, have built themselves quite a unique part of what I think we're allowed to call the British Isles. Here in Douglas, the capital, as I look out over a very shingly beach with just a few people in a very far distance walking their dog, I can say it's really beautiful. It's not the sort of place you'd want to go swimming, but, um, but I'm quite impressed so far. Welcome to the Isle of Man. Welcome to Ramsey on the Isle of Man and I'm standing next to what is a normal road with normal cars doing normal things but it's also one of the most abnormal roads you'll find anywhere in the whole world for that matter. In fact it's become such a mecca for people that love engines. There's an Alfa Romeo coming past me and uh, why? Why is it? Well where do we start? Okay so first of all I'm leaning on a crash barrier and this crash barrier is uh, a very large padded essentially I don't know 45 mattresses let's call it all the way around a commercial building and indeed it stretches out into the distance in front of a load of houses so why well I'll tell you why because this is home to one of the most maddest things ever now, it doesn't start for two weeks, and unfortunately, I won't be here. I'd love to see it. But this is the Isle of Man TT, or the Isle of Man Tourist Trophy. The Isle of Man Tourist Trophy started in 1908. If I remember rightly, basically, they didn't have the right to go as fast as they wanted in England on their motorbikes to test them out, so they came here to the Isle of Man. Um, sandwiched between Ireland and England. It's its own boss, so it can make its own rules. You could argue it's its own country. So I'm stood next to a road, a normal road, in a town called Ramsey, right? And Ramsey is uh, quite a pretty little town, and it's where the TT track, otherwise known as a normal public road, comes through. In two weeks' time, if you have a house along this track, you won't be able to drive your car out of your garage. In two weeks' time, if you have a pub along this track, you're going to make a few hundred thousand pounds. Why? Because it's coming. The Isle of Man Tourist Trophy started 1908. It was just a way of people to test out their motorbikes and give it the beans. In those days, a motorbike would probably only go about, I don't know, 20, 30 miles an hour. Well, things have changed. This thing's still going. It's amazing it's still going. If they, like so many things in life, if they decided to start doing it now 
and it had never been done before, it wouldn't get past the first piece of paper because it's so unbelievably dangerous. It's an awful thing to say, but it's a true thing to say. Someone will die here in the next few weeks. They statistically absolutely will. I was looking on uh, the internet at the stats of deaths. Actually, I'm just going to get out of the way of this road, not because I feel unsafe, just because it's bloody noisy, even when there's not a TT on. When the TT is on, of course, it sounds more like this. Etc, etc. So over 100 years of people riding motorbikes. It is a track that is 38 miles or 61 kilometres long. I keep saying track, it's a normal road that's used as a track. So as I say, if you've got a house on the route, if you've got uh, a commercial property on the route, tough titties, you're not using your car. Because if you were to drive your car out, you would almost definitely kill numerous motorcyclists. So it's all down to the motorbikes for two weeks. And in that two weeks, you'll be expected to ride around this as quickly as you can, getting an average speed of 135 miles an hour. That's 135 miles an hour, 217 kilometers an hour. And that's not forgetting that there's about 220 corners. So you're doing 135 miles an hour, 217 miles, uh, sorry, kilometers an hour, even though there's plenty of corners, okay? It's hilly. I mean, let's not forget this is a sort of green pastoral land sandwiched between England and Ireland. It looks a bit like England and Ireland. It is therefore hilly, green, it quite often rains, and it has to be one of those stupid places that you can do this. But of course, that's kind of the draw. That's kind of it. And so it's a mecca for motorcyclists from all around the world to come here and check it out. A bit like me. I'm not massively into motorbikes, but I am sort of in awe of this track. And I've checked it out today. And I'm having a nice pint in the pub uh, next door here in the town of Ramsey. And uh, I was just speaking to the barman and he said uh, he makes a lot of money in the next couple of weeks when it all goes absolutely haywire. And people from all around the world come to the Isle of Man just to witness the absolutely magnificent speeds. Let's give you an idea of a speed. There's a corner in front of me and afterwards it goes into quite a nice long straight. There's a few straights on this track slash road, normal, normal road, and uh, you might be expected to see some speeds in the region of 200 miles an hour. The fastest speed ever recorded here at the TT was 206 miles an hour. That's 300 and 31 kilometers an hour. Which, let's just talk about how absolutely idiotic that is, in case those numbers don't speak for themselves. 206 miles an hour isn't that far off the speed of a landing commercial jet. It's not that dissimilar, right? 331 kilometers an hour. I mean, the average speed, 135 miles an hour, 217 kilometers an hour, that's an average speed absolutely obscene and like if you live here of course it becomes in your dna a lot of the people here have got motorbikes a lot of the people here know the races of course m most of the races aren't from the island man but just hosting this event every year for over 100 years has meant that it's really in the culture of people to be massively into motorsport and particularly of course motorcycle riding Yesterday I was in a pub in a town called Laxley where they have a guy that comes in with one arm, one leg and uh, he's a result of course as of a severe crash during 
the Isle of Man TT, and uh, he quite often comes in the pub, and he's considered an absolute legend here on the Isle of Man, and I think he drinks for free, because, and no one can deny this, he's got balls the size of spacecrafts. Joey Dunlop has won more than one Isle of Man TT. Imagine that. Imagine winning more than one. Well, this guy won 26. Unbelievable. 26 victories here at the Isle of Man TT. This guy could not stop winning until, of course, un unsurprisingly, he died uh, in Estonia, though. He didn't die here, but he died when he hit a tree on his motorbike. Now he has a corner named after him. A lot of the corners here uh, are named after famous motorcyclists and various winners of the TT. This guy has a, one of the 220 corners named after him. Unbelievable. And what is the prize for winning this? Well, if you win the TT this year, screaming along this track, all 38 miles of it, at around 200 miles an hour at times, with an average speed of 135 miles an hour, if you win, you will get £18,000. I think it's fair to say they're not doing it for the money. And as I walked walked back to the pub, I left my beer in the pub. I could have brought it with me. After all, they're not big on rules here. Um, but I'm heading back to the pub and I'm just looking at a traffic light. Guessing that's going to be off during the race. And uh, I'm going to cross the road. It would be very embarrassing if I died on this road at this point. But uh, I'm going to get back to the pub, have a drink and salute the mad fucking bastards that do this for a living rather them than me <laughs> this is the town of Ramsey in the Isle of Man one of many towns which become a racetrack in the next few weeks as the Isle of Man TT the world's without doubt the world's most bonkers motorcycle race happens right here welcome to port erin port erin in the isle of man and uh, this one's a sandy beach dare i say quite beautiful but uh, don't start thinking about the mediterranean it's not not quite up there, but it's got a certain charismatic, wild and rough charm, much like my good self. Port Erin is a, quite a southern point of the Isle of Man, and I've just been for food. Uh, I say I'm a kind of a European eater, so I'm a, I'm a sort of no lunch or late lunch guy. I like to have lunch around three and dinner about nine, uh, and I've just been for a meal a little bit later than my usual lunch, so I went in there about four, and I realised that they think that that's dinner, um, which is probably quite normal in this part of the world. But, I'm, yeah, I'm a very late eater, and these guys, very early eaters. But what do you expect? I mean, you have to bear in mind that we're latitude-wise pretty on a line with Liverpool. It doesn't get dark here till pretty late. Like, even now, here in May, it doesn't really get dark till 10pm. So what is there to talk about with the Isle of Man? Why would you come here? Well, I'm going to be brutally honest. If you've never been to the United Kingdom, I probably wouldn't start here. Everything that it's got, you could pick out something that 
another part of the UK wins on. So, for example, you could say, oh, the architecture is beautiful. Yeah, well, it's probably better in Bath. Oh, yeah, but the beach is lovely. Yeah, but it's nothing compared to Cornwall. Oh, yeah, but the rolling green hills. Well, you've got the Yorkshire Dales for that. You know, everything that it's really good at can be beaten in other parts of Britain, which sounds a bit harsh, really. Um, there is, of course, one major exception. Um, if you can find anywhere, anywhere else in the world where men do 206 miles an hour, mostly men, let's be honest, although there are some women, um, do 206 miles an hour on a motorbike uh, for two weeks of the year uh, through stone-walled villages, then you are winning on that one. But, of course, you're not going to find that. So if you want motorsports, this is one of the best places in the world. If you want uh, fish and chips, sure, you can get that and all the usual seaside stuff that you get in British towns. It's really pretty and it's really worth a visit. And I don't—I certainly don't want to put it down. And uh, your average Isle of Manor is very much a proud person. And so they should be because it's got extraordinarily low crime. Um, it's got extraordinary high prosperity and generally speaking everyone's pretty happy and groovy so i mean what are we here for what is the point in life i think as far as i've worked out in my brief existence it is to be happy so they seem to be doing very well at that and that is of course the most important thing so very much worth a visit if you were gonna you know i'm not sure this has ever happened in the history of time but if anyone living in north america was going to go well i was going to go to britain but i might just spend all my time on the isle of man yeah, probably don't do that, but I find that a very rare scenario indeed. I've only been here for four days. I think that might be enough. I am a little bit gutted I'm not seeing the TT. The anticipation is growing, and it's all anyone talks about in pubs. Speaking of pubs, I've been to a few. Brilliant place to have a chat with people. You know when you walk in a pub and you feel like you're a complete awful imposter and if there was someone playing the piano they would immediately stop you know when they look at you as if to say well you're not john you're not jeff and i don't think you're doreen and that's the only people that are coming in here anytime soon who the hell's this guy i've had that a lot if you can just bash on through that you'll find some really good buddies within about 10 minutes i was set outside smoking a pipe when i say that i should be careful what i say smoking a pipe he was smoking a pipe as in the classic vehicle for tobacco not a bong yeah anyway i was outside with a gentleman uh, smoking a pipe within 10 minutes chatting about the uh, amazing world of the isle of man and he was so hospitable that he said um if you were staying for the tt you could stay at my place and his wife agreed which was all very lovely uh, so I've even got myself a bed for next time that the TT is on. In all honesty, I probably won't take it. The flights go up, all the hotels do go up, of course, and everything becomes very expensive on this island in the next two weeks. But for good reason. It is the only place in the world you will see the bizarre spectacle of almost certain death. That is the Isle of Man motorcycle TT. Uh, if you haven't seen it, by the way, I very much recommend a movie. It's called Isle of Man TT, Closer to the Edge. It's on YouTube. Isle of Man TT, Closer to the Edge. And uh, gives you a little window into the madness and insanity of this. And if you haven't got time to watch a whole feature-length film and you just want to do a quick bit of Googling, may I highly recommend that you Google Isle of Man TT Sidecar Racing. Because if it wasn't completely and utterly mental enough 
to go up to 200, 206 miles an hour on a motorbike through Stonewall villages, there's one thing you can do that's even more mental, and that's rely on someone else to drive you while you sit, I say sit, in a sidecar. Not really sit, you physically throw your weight around because you want to make sure that the motorcycle doesn't leave the road. You drift around corners, you don't really steer around corners because you don't have the ability to lean and of course you fling your body around wearing nothing but some leather overalls to stop you from the extraordinarily high chance of you falling off and scraping your ass at the best part of 150 miles an hour. If of course you're lucky enough to scrape along the road and not fly off a cliff as sometimes happens. So yeah, it's a funny place it's a combination of sedate quiet quaint beautiful kind empathetic it's a combination of those and then the exact antithesis which is speed adrenaline and sheer unadulterated unbridled human madness and i quite like that so it's definitely unique and definitely worth a visit. The Isle of Man. I'm going to get a bus now. Two pounds if you're interested. That's going to take me to the airport. It's been lovely. Thank you, Isle of Man. Thank you for your hospitality and your bizarre island. Like Eastbourne and Cornwall got together and had an adrenaline junkie baby. Ta-ta. This was mixed and produced in the UK by WeMakePodcasts.uk.